Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and this is the uh, part two uh, of a great couple that we're uh, hearing from, from uh, Cincinnati area, Ohio. They actually live in Kentucky across the river. And uh, the last week you guys shared about your how you came to Christ and met, met in college. Well, actually, you met in high school, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then they wound up going to the same college, uh, and there that's when they really got... Uh, dating and uh, got married and while they're in college and then uh, she had got your MBA and uh, and then had a family and have been working for your uh, parents uh, business and you're really running the show now aren't you yeah uh, my mom is somewhat involved but uh, mostly they have handed the reins off to me so I pretty much on a day-to-day basis manage it for them yeah is yeah. this something that ultimately any of your kids want to step into? Will it be a family business to continue on or something you'll consider selling at some point or any plans? I think it's a wait and see. We have one son that may step into it. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, I don't know that if they, if I had more than one child that wanted to be in it, they would probably have to figure out how to grow it more just because mm-hmm. I don't know if it could provide the same uh, lifestyle right. for multiple. Um, but we have one son that's a maybe, I think, right now. Yeah. I know when he was younger, he definitely was interested. Right now, he actually works for Shad's brother yeah. um, in a different industry. But Yeah, he decided he doesn't like traveling, so he'd rather work for my brother <laughs> than travel for us at the moment, which I get. It's hard sometimes mm-hmm. to get on the road, even if you're single. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, last time you shared about uh, you know learning to abide and hear personally from God and have this beautiful intimate relationship where you're getting life and getting direction and, and process. We want to explore that a little bit further as a couple. Um, one thing uh, that uh, I've been able to experience, Kathy, with, with Shad is that um, God has spoken to him in dreams, mm-hmm. uh, which you know a lot about because uh, yep. that's happened to you a lot. Uh, uh, in your life, and uh, it happens. So uh, it happens to everybody. Actually, it's just a matter of, of recognizing it and you know what to do with it. But in uh, Psalm sixteen seven, it says God speaks to us during the night season, mm-hmm. which is our sleeping time. But He's not sleeping. You know. And yeah, I often think that's because that's the only time we're not distracted. That's right. He said, <laughs> you know, you you can't get in the way of this. So uh, He actually speaks to our subconscious. Uh, which is also alive, by the way, and then uh, mm-hmm. awake. Um, and once in a while, he'll wake us up to bring the subconscious communication to mm-hmm. the conscious and then say, you know, pay attention and I have things to say to you. And so, uh, uh, Shea, why don't you just describe, uh, you don't have to, you know, don't talk about any specific dreams at all, but but the process of how you started to receive this and then what is meant to you, not again in terms of specifics, but more how that's meant to for another element of God speaking to you and giving you uh, life. <clears throat> Man, in the beginning, uh, it was it was really 
a hard thing to receive, number one. You know, when you said, hey, if you have the Holy Spirit, God's speaking through your dreams, and and I started to, you know, like, my dreams are kind of nutty. They seem, you know, they seem a lot different. You know, why in the world, if God is on his name, like, why in the world would he choose to say it this way? That's right, that's right. Um, but, you know, as I started, I would write them down like you told me to, um, and then, you know, a few of them, obviously, I sent to you, too, to get some help, because um, in the beginning, I just, I just wasn't, getting it and it was you know it was uh it wasn't making sense a lot of times and mm-hmm. um and it honestly it, it it does add an extra element too of work and that you know i have to write this down and, and now i need to mm-hmm. <laughs> now i need to sit in it and ask god hey what are you saying and you know some sometimes it it, it was it would really extend my journaling time because i you know i'm i'm going through the you know i'm going through the details and i'm trying to get the emotions right and I'm trying not to, you know, one bad habit I had, and I still have sometimes, I think, too, is like inserting my own narrative. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, mm. did it go that way? Or do I just want it to have gone that way? Right. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, but it's funny if I don't have a dream for a couple nights in a row, then I start to be like, hey, hey, God, where'd you, where'd you go? Like, hey, What's going on? You, you're talking to me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know you got something to say, hmm. and I got these issues that I'm dealing with. So can you, you know, can you come back and start talking to me again? And I went. We were in the Philippines not too long ago with uh, some of our friends, and uh, for whatever reason, I w- I went like seven nights without a dream, and I started to, <laughs> I really started to miss it. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I I love the fact that you know God has this extra way to speak. And for me, it's just become a special thing to share with Jennifer and share with our group and other people like, hey, I had this dream and this is what I think God is saying. And do you, do you, you know, can you process this with me? Do you feel like mm-hmm. it's the same thing or, you know, Rich has helped kind of redirect some, some of those and say, this is what he's saying, actually. And it's just been great to get, um, you know, I, I guess, extra help from God right. and extra direction, you know, through this gift, really. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always, uh, it's not a specific blueprint. It's more of a, I'm trying to get you a simple message about something, you know, to pay attention to. And, and uh, it's a beautiful, I've, I've found it to be a beautiful way for God to communicate because it does, and you said it, it and, and you even, even kind of implied it, is that because it is such a beautiful thing, in a way, if you don't have it for a few days, you, you kind of miss it uh, yeah. mm-hmm. because, wow, it's such a cool thing. And I know, Kathy, you know, you've experienced this a lot, too. Uh, what what input would you help you know the audience about this whole area? Because it's kind of a one of those interesting things of, well, yeah, I get dreams. But and like like mm-hmm. Chad said, when you particularly when you first get them, your viewpoint is, well, it can't be spiritual because right. uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. funky. It's kind of different, right. you know, and it's kind of it's weird, you know, and so yeah, it must be a bad pizza or something, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what would you help the audience, and maybe Chad can weigh in as well as why is this such an important piece of God's way of talking to us? Right. So it's an interesting thing for me. I I do not get them constantly. It sounds like you get them much more frequently than I do, probably, Chad. Um, but there's different. I've learned to be sensitive to. Um, I've kept a dream journal now since probably 2015 mm-hmm. um, and and I 
keep them going and try to keep them in my journal and I try to type them up and then when when I feel like that's something that you know I should share with Rich and Dave and whatever else send some over and I, hey check this one out you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting for me um, I have gotten to where I'll ask I can tell you know I used to I have to always ask him is this something to pay attention to or was this just bad pizza basically you know and have gotten to where I'm very sensitive to, I pretty much know, I mean, almost know immediately when I wake up, this was something, get a pen and write it down and we'll pick it apart later. And then I can write it out and then go back and spend time talking and processing. I will say for me, my most frequent intense dreams are usually when I'm in a period of fasting. If he's led me to fast over something, I will find more often than not, um, there will be much more frequent dreams in that that are actually prophetic and obviously not bad pizza because I wasn't eating bad pizza. Um, <laughs> but it's been a really neat thing to see, um, you know, for me, the difference, the, a lot of things that have been alerted in preparation type things, you know, I've shared on here before, even, um, you know, as silly as this sounds, um, I was alerted in dreams well before, gosh, it was probably September 2019 to get prepared supplies, food and supplies to share um, on hand and was even alerted to get face mask. Had no idea why, <laughs> um, but that was that was from a dream. So it's interesting the things that God has revealed and does reveal, but I do believe you know, what I have found is that is a place, especially when I come to him and I, I say, you know, use my use my nights when I'm undistracted and speak to me. I want to always be ready to hear from you. Um, and in my menopausal age, I am not the most, I don't have the most phenomenal memory. So I do even ask him to help me to remember the details I need to remember and to discard those that I don't. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's enlightening at all, but you know, I think it's probably a little bit different for everybody, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, to allow him to communicate that way. And and I can almost always tell, even when I'm talking to other people and they start to share a dream with me, you can, you get to where you know, okay, there's so much mm. more to that than what you're realizing, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and Chad, for, for, for you, how has that um, encouraged you uh, in terms of your walk with God? How is just that, those, that process of God, you know, speaking to you in a dream and then helping you understand it and you guys talking about it, how has that encouraged you spiritually? Well, I mean, sometimes, we, you know, we've had stuff going on, whether it's with the business or with the, the kids, um, maybe in between us and, you know, we'll get a word from God just telling us, you know, hey, this is what I'm, this is what I'm showing you. This is um, what's how things are, are, are going to play out um, down the road. And for us, it's just been really encouraging. I mean, sometimes I've had dreams, too, that have been correction. <laughs> on this area because you know you're uh, you need to make a course correction here mm -hmm. um but we've had a lot of encouraging dreams together and yeah. you know sharing those dreams with jennifer and then sharing those dreams with our group in colorado has been a real blessing to say mm -hmm. that hey i i had this dream and a lot of times they are super simple i i didn't tell this one to jennifer last week but i had one where we were um, we were standing in a line waiting to go inside for dinner and some old friends from college came through and they all basically said hi and gave hugs to Jennifer and ignored me. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, I'm, so I'm writing this down the next day and I'm like, what, you know, what, I don't understand what this means, you know, what does this mean, God? And 
And um, what I heard God say is like, hey, Jennifer wants your attention too. So just, mm. you know, some, just some simple stuff like that. And then that night, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make extra uh, intentionality to just pay attention to my wife and spend some time with her. Yeah. And so it's and- just... Those are things that, you know, God, it may be something big he speaks on, but a lot of times it's just something super small like that, that he just, he's giving me some extra help because I need it. And I think it's so sweet that like, when you have that surrendered heart of, I I would really like you to redeem all the time. And and I want to hear from you all the time, even when I'm sleeping, um, how he honors that often. And we don't even, you know, don't even recognize that's at our disposal. So it's sweet. Yeah, it'll be uh, fun to, as God continues to uh, speak to you through that. Um, and then as you, as a couple, uh, in addition, as you've learned to, and expressed abiding as, as a personal, but now you have you apply it in terms of your uh, seeking God's will and making decisions and going to unity. Talk about how you two process things in of the life that you're trying to get God's in, uh, input on that you work together. How does that, what does that look like for you to seek God's will? So a lot of times, you know, if it's a discussion we're having or, you know, something we're trying to figure out, like how we're going to deal with this issue, you know, we'll just tell each other how we're thinking about it and then, okay, we're going to abide on that. And um, then a lot of times we're just, because in the abiding weekend, so you like to talk about keeping like a journal, like a joint journal with like questions. So we tried that. I was horrible at it. I was like, he would like write it in it. And so, but um, we we have two labs and one of them needs walks a lot of times. So um, a lot of times that will take, we'll take him for a walk and then, and we'll just like process process the whole time as we're walking and stuff. And it just, um, it's just, it's been really good because I don't know it just gives me the to have shad like come to me and be like okay what do you think about this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it just it, it's taken our relationship to a newer level because um i don't know that that before you know you have that back and forth and you're just trying to come to an agreement well you know? and, and there were places where like it seemed like those were your areas and like these right. are my areas, like the business. <laughs> yeah, like the business. I would and never you can be siloed almost, yeah. right? Yeah. I would yeah. never go to her really before and say, "Hey, I'm dealing with this with Spev. You know, yeah. I feel like I should go down this track. You know, what do you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. I didn't really do that in the past, but now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm very intentional about including her. Yeah. Like getting her input and yeah. making sure that even when I think. And a lot of times I, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure I know what she's going to say or how she's going to answer. I still make myself stop and like, okay, I need to check with Jennifer mm-hmm. and see what she says. Yeah. And how she feels. I love that. As you describe that, I can't help but think about the fact that this, from what you're describing, has actually increased your intimacy as a couple. And oh, that sure. mirrors, it also in, has increased your intimacy with God which is yeah. so perfect because our marriages are to be a picture of the covenant relationship we have with God. And so abiding has, has grown intimacy in both of those relationships, which is beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rich always preaches that verse in 
Psalm one thirty three, unity commands the blessing. Right. Like, well, yeah. that's where we want to be. That's what. <laughs> so that's where we want to be. <laughs> uh, I think I'd be a good place to be. Um, yeah. How do you, uh, as you are processing, um, how do you receive uh, confirmation that it's God's will and not just your your both? Even even both of you can say, well, that's a good idea. I mean, how do you mm. how do you continue as you get that spiritual uh, element of it that God says this this is my will and now you've discovered it. I think that is a little, you know, that's still harder on it, you know, if I'm being honest, and, you know, but we've, you know, for us, I think there's a certain peace, like when you get to, yeah. you know, some, some decisions are harder than others too. Like when you mm-hmm. asked us to do guest Thursday, we spent about 24 hours on it. We both had the same mindset and the same reasons mm-hmm. for saying yes. Um, we took a big trip back in the beginning of January that ended up taking us way more places than we ever expected. Um, that took a lot longer to process, you know, that we wanted to, you know, and just different words that we got, different um, things that other people spoke and events that were taking place, signs that we felt like God was giving us. That took a lot longer to get to a piece that mm-hmm. indeed God was saying, I want you to do this, you know. Um, so, I think it's just it's just that continuing that talking until and that processing until we both you know had that peace. But you know I will be I will say it's I I I do wonder if I'm you know struggling sometimes to insert my own narrative. Sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think I love that you bring up peace as a part of it because I think that's important for people to recognize as you're abiding and seeking His will. Colossians three fifteen we teach you know the peace of God will rule your heart. And that word for rule is rubeo, which is literally to umpire and show you when you're in and out. And so that is a legitimate way to judge if you're staying in self and inserting your own narrative or whether God's peace is coming over it. That helps you to know which is which. Yeah, yeah. And the neat thing is that, because uh, you talk about, you know, we're always interested to make sure that we're not, like you, you use the word inserting our own narrative. Uh, which, which again is easy to do, um, mm-hmm. but uh, trusting that God, if if we do, by the way, and you have a heart to follow, it's God's responsibility to trouble you mm-hmm. um, or to bring something out and a little course correction. <laughs> and and so if you if you you know if all of you people are are listening is that um, it's really just as you sense that peace and you have confidence that yes, this is God's will, and if for some reason we missed something. God said, "Well, let me. I'll, I'll correct you. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, you know, refine it for you." So, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know. Not a you better get it right thing, and and that's right. uh, that's and kind the of the key is having the heart to go. He honors the heart that seeks him, and so that's where in that place he will gently correct you if you're starting to to go the wrong direction. Yeah. I'm counting on that grace for sure. Amen. <laughs> yeah, and as part of that, uh, actually, because of their. Uh, Fellowship as a small group, uh, which is they came you know did learn to rebite, and we've had some electives that we've done together, and they they meet frequently. I, like you say, you meet in person every couple months, and you're on a, a regular weekly call. Um, they've been uh, gathered together, uh, and they have, you know, uh, a portion of what they do has been given this you know kind of a unique assignment of uh, understanding some things about uh, the end and the remnant, and they're just in the discussions of that uh but really what i'd like to talk about about your group is how how does the group itself 
provide that intimate fellowship and how do you help each other seek God's will and enjoy just functioning in that community? Um, what, what are the dynamics of that community and how have you guys, because uh, I, I, you can see it when you get together, uh, Kathy, they have a great affection for each other, a great respect for each other, and a joy because of, of mm-hmm. the intimacy and, and having a community around them. So talk about that, just the community dynamic of, of how you guys receive it and how, you, how the other people receive it as well. <clears throat> I mean, it's fun to, you know, hear from God and to share that and have other people say, man, I'm, I'm hearing something similar or they, you know, they hadn't picked up on that. But as soon as they do, you know, kind of your, your spirit quickened. It's like, oh, man, that, that, that feels so right. And I hear God speaking in that. Um, but I think, you know, staying neutral, like you talked about uh, so many times is, is a big key. And, you know, because there are times when, Somebody in the group will say something, and for me, it doesn't it doesn't click right away. The first time I heard the term remnant, it sounded um, weird. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's that's honest. You know, it's like it just yep. sounded like this weird churchy term, um, and it didn't make it didn't make sense for a little bit. But then, as we you know started spending time on it and um, uh, talking about what it actually meant and you know what God was up to and you know what the Bible is saying. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm getting it. Now it's now it's sinking in. And um, you know, you have to you have to be patient with one another. You have to give grace to one another. I you know I share things that um, I'm like they're gonna think I'm crazy if I mm-hmm. if I say this out loud. But to be willing, you know, to to not to 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 say things that that do seem a little off or odd sometimes. I share dreams that you know I'm like uh, you know. Guys, this is what I, this is a dream I had. I think it means something for us. And um, you know, what do you guys think? And uh, it, sometimes I'll feel very insecure <laughs> throwing that stuff out there. But at the same time, I think you know, there's a there's a level of trust within our group that's really amazing. And um, even if people don't see the same thing or or get something else, there's no condemnation with it. There's no, you know, you 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 know, you're 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 not getting it or you're a dummy or, you know, whatever the case might be. And so it's just been fantastic. And we've had our moments where there have been uh, some disagreements, but we know that God wants us to walk as one. So we've had a two or three heated <laughs> moments, but we know that God wants us to walk as one. And so we've just really been intentional about getting back to that place where um, you know, love wins again, and, and there's grace for everybody. And you know, we want to we want to go to peace, and we want to uh, we want to really hear from God. We don't want to hear from ourselves. We want to hear from God, and that's the goal. And that's everybody's goal. So if that's everybody's goal, that that's really key too. Like everybody wants to go to the same place, and that's what. Yeah. And uh, what whatever God is saying is what we want to hear. What has that uh, community uh, done just for you? in your walk with God and in, in your uh, your life? Why, why is that, in other words, why is that community such an important piece of it versus it doesn't really matter that I have a community? Just um, the connection is so important in our lives with, with God and with others. And the depth of connection that we have with this group is just amazing. Um, and even just like, 
you know, someone will say, oh, I got this verse. And then a few weeks later, you get that verse. And it, it just, it's it just like layers, just building on layers of what we're hearing, what we're sharing. Um, and just, just knowing that they, we all have the same goal and we, we have the same heart for Christ. And you can, like, you can have a community and we have a community here. Um, but having an abiding community is just, I mean, you just special. can't, it's so special. I mean, just. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. Uh, as particularly as you, you have, I know, I know for your group, it's that you can share uh, decisions and personal things and God can use that. Like you say, cause we talked about peace that you have, and then you have that together, but it's really uh, even stronger when your whole group is challenging mm-hmm. you and pursuing, you know, are you, are you really understanding God's will and let me help you. And, um, and then you have that strength, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that comes mm-hmm. and, and certainly we see it and it must be a joy to you. It's just why, why you come back every couple of months. Right. Yeah. It's a blessing. We love it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it, after too long, it's like, we need to go to Colorado. I mean, we, you know, there's a, That's like great. we want to fill this gap and we yeah. want to be back with our people again. So, yeah. yeah. And the cool thing is, this, I mean, obviously we've been friends with Heath and Rebecca for much longer than we have with the other couples and they have, they've been connected longer than we have with the group, but it like, it doesn't matter like that when we're all together, it's just, there is a oneness. There is a yeah, oneness. There is a, just that's a the beauty of the Holy and, Spirit, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that, uh, you know, that kind of illustrates uh, because, you know, you guys live in Kansas or in uh, Cincinnati, but you're connected to a group in Colorado because it's more about the fellowship than it is about I got to be even geographically next to them because the life, the life that you guys have, and of course you have that connection, connection with Heath, but um, the reason you stay with it is because there's life in that group that's a community of love for each other and, and uh, walk together and see, uh, experience God's will. And that's one thing we want to encourage everybody. And thank you for sharing that, that you're committed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it really means something to you. And then your contribution means something to them. Um, yes. and it's a, it's a real joy. So what a, what a privilege it's been to hear your story. And, uh, uh it's just thrilling, uh, to see, you know, all that God's up to, what he's doing with your marriage, your business, and uh, the group that you're in and the dreams that you have. And um, what a great example of just under what it means to walk with God and, and enjoy the life of God, you know. And so mm-hmm. thank you so much for your uh, sharing that with our audience. And uh, we're excited to have them learn it. And thank you again. We wish you well. We look forward to seeing you when you come back to Colorado. Yeah, thank you, Rich. Yeah. We, love, we love learning and um, we just appreciate the gift that it is. So yeah, thank it really you. is. Yep. That's great. So nice to meet you guys. Nice Thanks you for guys. sharing. Nice Have a great to put a face with the voice. Ah. <laughs> great to see you guys. Yeah. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have any questions, pop them in at questions at afjministry.com and have a great afternoon. Yep. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth.
Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.